and welcome back to the unfortunate podcast my name is mallory and i am so fortunate that you are here listening today this is the first official episode of the show if you haven't listened to my little introduction welcome episode i highly suggest you do that if you want to know what this show is going to be all about but this episode is going to be all about glowing up what it is what it isn't my thoughts and opinion on it and how to do it successfully and healthily. But before we get started, I do want to announce that I am proud to be a Bubble ambassador. If you don't know, Bubble is a skincare brand and they're super amazing. I've been using their products for a couple months now and already see a difference in my skin. If you're like me, skincare is super important to you and you wanna make sure that you're using the best products at all time to get the best results. Well, you're in luck, because Bubble is cruelty-free, dermatologist-tested, and has no fragrance, so you know you're getting the best, cleanest skincare product. And all of their products are extremely affordable. Well, Slam Dunk Moisturizer retails at Ulta for only $14. However, you can use my affiliate code to get a few dollars off your order on the Bubble skincare website. It's super easy. All you have to do is add your favorite products to the cart and enter the code Mallory5TIQ at checkout. That's Mallory spelled M-A-L-A-R-I-E, the number 5 and the letters T-I-Q for a few dollars off your purchase on Bubble Skincare. Alright, without any further ado, let's get into the episode. So for frame of reference, I've only been on the internet, social media-wise, for about five years now. I only got a phone in like ninth grade, so that's about how long I've been on Instagram. And then of course, I was on Musical.ly, and now I'm on TikTok. So I don't know how long the glow-up trend has been around for, but I know for as long as I've been on the internet, it's been around. Even on Vine, people were posting themselves doing a before and after of them getting ready. And now on TikTok, I feel like there are just so many sounds dedicated to this glow-up idea. They'll show a picture of themselves, typically younger, where maybe they don't like how they look, and then another picture of them a bit older, where they've quote-unquote glowed up. Maybe their skin cleared up, maybe they have better fashion sense, they've changed up their vibe. You've probably seen it, you know what I'm saying. The funny thing to me is that Usually most of these transformations can be explained by puberty. You were 12 and now you're 19. Obviously your face has changed. Okay, you've grown up. Like, And I feel bad because there are so many like 12-year-olds in the comments being like, oh, I want to be as pretty as you, manifesting this glow up for me. And I'm reading them like, you'll get there, honey, okay? It's coming. No makeup or skincare product that you buy that this person will recommend to you is going to change your bone structure, okay? That's just puberty, okay? It's coming. And then there are, of course, the comments just commenting on how attractive the person is now. And with everything, there is a good and a bad way to do it. I obviously don't have a problem with being proud of how you look now. I can say that I look a lot better and feel a lot more confident in my own body, my own fashion sense, than I did when I was like 14. I was a little rat, to be honest. But the real issue lies within the topic of comparison. Without really knowing the entire story behind these two photos, 
these two snapshots of a person's long life. Whenever I see a comment on a video that maybe the transformation wasn't even that big, but the comment says, oh, you look so much happier now. That just makes my heart do butterflies, do backflips. Like, yes, this is what this trend should be about. Because you don't know, maybe maybe someone posts a glow up transformation and the first picture is of them as a kid wearing dirty clothes and their hair is messy and they're not keeping up with the trends, obviously, because it's a child. And then the second photo is them a bit older, they've kept up with the makeup trends, they got a haircut, they got new clothes, and you're looking at this saying, wow, they look so much better now, they're so much more conventionally attractive, you know, they're doing everything that society's beauty standards are telling them to do. But what you might not know is, maybe in the first photo, they were a lot happier. You know, they were a kid, maybe that was the best time in their life, it was their childhood. And then in the second photo, the one where they look better, I put in quotes, they're actually a lot sadder and they're going through some shit. And I think it's really important to realize that without the emotional glut behind it, there really is no improvement. Because literally everyone can do a certain blush placement method, do highlight in the inner corner of their eyes, pick up a Stanley cup, wear a claw clip in their hair, and be considered TikTok pretty. We all know TikTok pretty. They all look the same. They literally all look the same. It's so boring. And not necessarily boring in a bad way, just boring in a you-look-like-everybody-else way. I think it's really obvious when a person is wearing or doing something because they actually want to versus they're just doing it because it seems like the normal, cool thing to do. The point is, you might be seeing these glow-up or transformational videos and wanting to achieve that for yourself. But there are a lot of things you need to consider before pushing yourself to achieve something that might not even exist for you. I have absolutely nothing against plastic surgery, but I saw one glow-up video where a girl showed her body before and after, and nowhere in the comments did she put a disclaimer saying, I had this procedure done, and everyone in the comment section was saying, oh my god, your body is so beautiful, what's your workout routine, how did you achieve this? Like, social media is so fake. I swear, I see these posts where people will post transformational videos, and they'll either have had plastic surgery done, or apply a crap ton of filters on the second photo, facetuned it to death. I don't, I don't get it, but nonetheless. What we're trying to do is achieve the glow up that I mentioned earlier, the kind where everyone will comment, you look so much happier now. Because even if you do achieve the perfect beauty standard, which screw that, literally mm, screw that, it's not even going to really matter because you're probably still going to feel like the person you were before all of that happened to you, physically. You might get an ego boost or, I don't even know, a compliment, but what is that going to do for you in the long run? The key to glowing up is to ignore the trends. What's trendy or popular is constantly evolving and depends on so many different factors. Who is the most famous on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube? 
What kind of music or movies are trending? For example, the Barbie movie caused a ton of people to wear pink, and Olivia Rodrigo's new album, Guts, is causing a ton of people to wear grunge fashion. If you're always chasing to be whatever is popular, you're gonna end up never being happy, to be honest, and never really knowing who you are, your true authentic self. One great example I can think of is the Kardashians, and I love the Kardashians, and they obviously have the money, they can do whatever they want with their bodies, but it's just so interesting to see their proportions change based on what is popular. And I'll probably do another episode where I talk about women's beauty standards and body types, but as with trends, they are constantly changing. And it's wrong for women's literal bodies to be a trend, but that's kind of how the world works. I feel like a few years ago, it was a big thing to have big boobs and a big butt, and now people want thick thighs. And back then, you, you wanted to have... It's, it's crazy. It's literally crazy. It makes me angry to think about. But if your glow up is solely focused on beauty... You have to understand that there is no real definition of beauty. That quote that says like, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, scratch that, beauty is only through the eyes of yourself. Stop trying to change your body or your hair or your makeup or your clothes, anything, to fit someone else's perception of beauty. It's not fair to yourself. You deserve to live a life where you feel comfortable in your own skin. And that takes ignoring everybody else's opinions. Try and think of the last time you felt really beautiful and really comfortable at the same time. This is going to look different for everybody. For me, I know I feel that way when I'm doing my makeup at 3am and putting on a random outfit in my closet for absolutely no reason. It's crazy because some men are like, women only do makeup to get our attention, which calm your ego a little bit, please. But also, if that was true, I wouldn't be doing the whole 3am get ready thing. Maybe you feel most beautiful and comfortable when... You're in a dress, and you have your makeup on, and you're at a big social gathering. Maybe you feel most beautiful and comfortable when your hair is in a messy bun, and you're wearing sweats, and you're at Walmart at 10 in the morning. It doesn't matter. You want to take that feeling and take that idea and recognize that is improving yourself. Understanding where you feel happiest, and you feel most beautiful and most confident, and how you get there is important to growing yourself. I'm gonna read a definition of the phrase glow up from not the most reliable source, Urban Dictionary, but whatever. This definition is gonna guide the rest of the episode. So it says, a glow up is a mental, physical, and emotional transformation for the better. Glow ups can be both natural or planned as well as being gradual and permanent or fast and temporary. We're gonna focus on a few key aspects of this definition, the three key words, mental, physical, emotional. We're gonna focus on planned growth because obviously natural, we have no control about that. 
That's the puberty thing I was mentioning earlier. That's just growing up physically. And then we're going to focus on gradual and permanent as opposed to fast and temporary. Fast and temporary kind of reminds me of the whole trends thing I was talking about earlier. And we don't want that, obviously. We want something that will last us. What's the point of the passage of time if we aren't taking that to our advantage? Don't let the passage of time scare you. I It used to scare me, honestly. I used to be terrified. I used to have really bad anxiety over the passage of time and feel like my life was just slipping away. And at the age of 16, too, like, it's a real thing. But instead of letting it scare you, let it inspire you. Recognize that the end of each day is closing a chapter, and you did all you could that day, and tomorrow is another step in the direction you want to take. Alright, it's time to get into my three tips and tricks for glowing up, but we're not going to say glow up. We're going to say embracing yourself and improving them. We're going to use the three words from the definition, physical, emotional, but I'm going to change mental to lifestyle. And I'm going to go in order of what I think is easiest to hardest, because when you're in a funk, you really just want the simplest solutions, really. And I want you to take this advice as straightforward as possible. Because I know for me, when I get in super depressive or anxious states, I get so stubborn. It's actually ridiculous. And people will tell me the most obvious answers and I'll be like, no. Because when you get to that point, you kind of feel like nothing will help. So that's why I'm listing it in order of easiest to hardest. I want these tips to be like tools in your toolbox that you can pull out any time in life when you just need that boost and then you can start improving your life the way you want it to once you feel a bit better and implementing all of the tools. Alright, the first and what I think is the easiest is emotional. This might be surprising to come first, but in my opinion, emotional is the easiest one to tackle because you can literally do it in your bed. You can do it anywhere, in the shower, in the car. Taking care of your emotions is essential if you want to do any of the other steps of the glow up process. Because legitimately, how are you going to have any motivation to do stuff like go to the gym or do your makeup perfectly? like those people on TikTok advertise when you can't even get out of bed because you feel in such a slump. The first thing I have is, I, I don't know what it's actually called. I, I named it the two-for-one method, and I've been doing this every night before I go to bed for a while, but basically what you do is you name one thing you didn't like about the day and then two things that you did like about the day. Or two things you're grateful for if you can't think of anything. What this does is it lets you acknowledge your negative emotions, but then put happier ones on top of it without pushing the negative ones under. Because that's something that a lot of people, including myself, struggle with, is just pushing those negative emotions under the surface and distracting yourself by pretending the negative ones don't exist. 
I like the two-for-one method because, like I said, it acknowledges the bad parts of your day, but then lets you focus on something better. I think an old therapist of mine called this, like, thought redirection or something. I don't remember. But for example, I could say something bad about my day was I didn't get everything done that I needed to, and two things good about my day are I did record a podcast episode, this one right now, and I went to dinner with my family. Another thing you could do, which is super therapeutic, and I actually thought of it while planning this episode, so I might want to try it out, is journaling the two-for-one method. I don't love journaling just because I don't like writing on paper. I, I really should. I know it's good for you, but what you can do is dedicate two pages of a journal, okay? And on one page, you're going to write down the two good things. And on the other page, you're going to write the one bad thing. And you're going to do that every night. And then when the page is full, you're going to take the page full of all the bad things and you're going to rip it up. You're going to absolutely destroy it like it was a love letter from your ex. You're going to put it in a fire if that's what it takes. So all that you have left is the page full of all the good things. And you can look at it kind of as a reminder. And when you're tearing up the sheet with the bad things, you can kind of think about how all of those things passed and were somewhat temporary. Even if the bad things are still haunting you, destroying that paper is a physical act that you can move on. You acknowledged it, but it is time to focus on better things, aka the other paper. That's just a little thing I thought of. I honestly might have to start doing it. It sounds like a great way to kind of process at the end of every day, and it gives me an excuse to light paper on fire. A few more things you can do for your emotional health. You can do affirmations. I know a lot of people get embarrassed by these, but trust me, I swear by it. I started doing affirmations back in like February, and honestly, it's completely redirected my thoughts. There's a great podcast called The Affirmation Babe, and she has so many episodes filled with affirmations. So many. Anything you can need. She has nighttime ones, morning ones, motivation ones, schoolwork ones. I love to let one of those be the first thing I listen to in the morning, because usually the first time I turn on my phone in the mornings is when I'm about to do my makeup, and I used to just go and play music, but now I listen to one of those affirmations and then I continue on with my morning routine. You can practice mindfulness by doing things such as meditating or yoga. Personally, I don't like meditating because my mind tends to wander, which maybe that means I should do it more. Maybe I should do it more. Maybe that's a bad sign. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll meditate more. I also love, love, love writing notes for myself, whether that be on my mirror or this is gonna sound so embarrassing, but sometimes I'll text myself. Hold on, let me pull up one right now. Yeah, so I texted myself right as I was about to go to sleep, right as I was about to put my phone down, and I just said, hey Mallory, you're so pretty, good morning, and then I listed the things that I needed to do for the day, and I ended it with like, you're so amazing, <laughs> which is just so silly, texting yourself, but 
good morning texts, I mean, they make you feel good from anyone else, and it's, it's sweet to, you know, go to bed thinking about yourself. It sounds so sad, but I promise when I wake up, I mean, as someone who has ADHD, this is a great way to immediately start my morning with a reminder of what I need to get done, but it's also just sweet to know that I'm caring for myself. All right, moving on to physical. Physical is second because it obviously involves you to get up and get moving. You can go to the gym. Going to the gym honestly makes me feel so good and I really need to get a gym membership because right now I've just been doing my little Pilates in my room. I also love doing dance cardio. Honestly, it makes me feel so happy. I try and do yoga or some form of stretching before I go to bed. It just helps me go to bed feeling less tense. And oh my god, doing yoga while listening to a nighttime affirmation is just chef's kiss. And then I have I have this little spray from Bath and Body Works that's like lavender scented and you spray it on your pillow. Oh my god, I have the best sleep of my night when I do those three things. But physical isn't just working out. It can also be simple things like doing your skincare and using the amazing skincare brand Bubble discount code in the episode description. Or even brushing your teeth. It can also include fashion and I talked a little bit about this earlier obviously, but just choosing clothes that you feel beautiful and you feel comfortable in. Whether that's joggers and a sweatshirt and sneakers or heels and a mini skirt and a crop top, it doesn't matter. I don't care. No one else is going to care. If you look confident and you look comfortable, everyone else is going to be amazed by you. And I know we're not looking for other people's validations, but just in case you needed that, there it is. Physical is also eating well. We're going to talk about girl dinner. It's been a TikTok trend that I fully relate to, but also I was listening to a fitness podcast called Know Your Power Podcast, and they were talking about girl dinner, and it's made me realize just how harmful it is to romanticize and normalize. You want to treat yourself like you're somebody that you love, okay? Think of somebody that you really care for. Maybe it's your partner, a parent, a child, a friend, even your dog, anyone. If this person comes up to you and says, I'm hungry, you're not going to give them a bowl of Fruit Loops and be like, you've had enough to eat, go to bed. You're gonna prepare them a meal or maybe take them out to their favorite fast food restaurant. Why are we denying ourselves these basic human necessities? If you want to love yourself, if you want to improve yourself, you have to give yourself and nurture your body the love it deserves. Next time you feel hungry, and you're on the way to the kitchen and you catch a glimpse of yourself in the mirror and feel insecure about your body, think of how you would react if that person you cared about came to you and said, oh, I'm not gonna eat because I've already eaten too much today. 
if anyone I cared about said that to me, personally, I would slap them in the face and be like, no, you're so beautiful. You deserve to eat. You deserve to feel your best. So why would you do any less for yourself? I know this episode is all about growth and improvement, but you also have to recognize a limit and a healthy balance, especially in the physical aspect. Focus on having a healthy body, not a quote-unquote perfect body. Learn to take care of your skin and don't feel stressed out when your skin isn't clear as glass because you have human skin. Human skin has texture and pores and fine lines. Hydrate your skin with the ingredients that it needs, but understand that no makeup or skincare product is going to give you the blur effect. Okay, you're a person. You have a physical body that moves. What you don't see on Instagram and in these glow-up transformations is the way their body moves. Okay, everyone has fat, everyone has things they're insecure about, everyone gets bloated, everyone has an article of clothing that they don't feel the best in. You gotta understand that you're human and you have limits. I know it's hard for my stubborn besties out there, but you do have limits and it's important to recognize them because if you pull a rubber band too hard, it's gonna break. And you wanna sling that baby as far as you can and you can't do that if it breaks, so take care of yourself physically. The final category we have is lifestyle and you'll notice from the Urban Dictionary definition, it was mental, but I decided to change it because I wanted to pick a new word that was kind of all-encompassing. Lifestyle is all about that end goal. Things like journaling and working out, eating healthy, doing your skincare, those are all kind of general. Lifestyle, I want you to get a bit creative and I want you to make this personal to you. Because we don't want to follow the trends. We don't want to fit in with everyone else. We want to set ourselves apart. And what better way to do that than by creating a life that is meant for us and following the path that we are destined for. Some things you can do to improve yourself in the lifestyle category are make a vision board. I have one in my room. It has images of how I would like my life to look in however many years it will take. And every time I'm feeling unmotivated, it's right up there on my wall and I can see it. I can see why I'm working so hard, what I'm striving for, why I'm doing the things that I do every day. And when I feel myself straying away, I look at the vision board and I see there's no picture on there that says compare yourself to others. You are a unique individual and what makes you you is incredibly special and you need to hold on to that. Don't let anyone take that from you, ever. If you love to draw, embrace that. That's so cool. Make that a part of your routine. If you're like me and you love acting, watch YouTube videos on how to break into the industry. But focus on the right now, 
okay? I get so stressed out when people ask me, where do you see yourself in five years? What do you want to do with your life? Do you want to go back to college? What's your dream job? What are you going to do? Like, no. I'm just focused on the Mallory that is here today on September 27th, a Wednesday, 2023, as I'm recording this. I'm focusing on her right now, what she's doing, what she's passionate about, what she's achieving. I have no clue what my life is going to look like in five years or even in two months. I'm focusing on the me right now to make her lifestyle the best according to her true self. Learn new things, you know? Learn a new language. Watch YouTube tutorials. Write daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly goals, even if you have no clue if you'll ever achieve them. You need something to strive for. Whether that's to make it through every day, that's fine. I've 100% been there. Explore your personal values and who you want to be. A great thing you can do is write down a list of adjectives that you want to be described as. For example, when people look at or talk about me, I want them to describe me as, let's say, creative, motivated, generous. Name anything you want people to know you as. Real personality traits, okay? Qualities that will carry on with you through the rest of your life. That's what I'm going to start saying. When people say, what do you want to be in five years? I'm going to say, I want to be a creative, generous, kind, motivated individual. And we'll see how they respond. Write down these things and every single day show up as that person. In every choice you make. Maybe you want to practice kindness, so you send a text to your friends checking up on them. Or you want to be more generous, so you donate to a charity. You want to be more motivated, so you write down your goals and aspirations and set out to achieve them. Lifestyle is the true hidden factor to these glow-up trends you might see on Instagram or TikTok. The true transformation that really matters is the one that happens on the inside. Because once you realize who you are, what you're passionate about, how you're meant to live, and you take care of that person every day as if it was someone you love, because you do, that's when the true glow up is going to come through. Because the way you feel on the inside is going to start transforming on the outside. This time last year, I was feeling so depressed, so anxious, and I don't want to say the word because it might be a trigger for some of you, but basically I was just in a really dark, scary place, and honestly, looking back at photos of myself in that time, I look unhappy. I look a mess, and maybe other people can't tell, but I can, and really, at the end of the day, that's what matters. That is what matters that you've seen a difference in your life, you feel better. I do not care if I post a photo of myself from that time versus a photo of me now and everyone comments, oh, you look so much prettier back then. I do not care because I feel so much better now, truly, and I'm so happy and so grateful. If there's anything I want you to take away from this episode, 
it's stop comparing yourself to the people you see online and understand that you 100% do not have the full story at hand. I hope you enjoyed these tips as well as my discussion on the concept of glow up culture. If you're still here listening, honestly, I'm sending you a big virtual hug right now. You are making one of my biggest dreams come true. Starting a podcast has been a dream of mine for quite some time now, and the fact that you're even here listening makes me the happiest girl in the world. I'm so fortunate to have you here. If you want to keep up with all things The Unfortunate Podcast, make sure to follow the official Instagram account at Lil Miss Unfortunate. All of my socials will be linked in the podcast description, and my code for Bubble will be linked in the episode description. All right, sending big hugs. I love you so, so much. I am so fortunate to have you here today, and I can't wait to speak to you soon. Bye, everyone.